Hello and welcome back to the 80s Cinema Club podcast and I've got my upbeat original intro because today is episode 50. Oh, you can't, I can't believe you just make so many awkward signs. I'm looking to you really to say like, something. I'm emotionally processing this. <laughs> episode 50, Alfie. Episode 50, guys. It's, I'm practically going to say it's been a year, really. It's 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 like, what, four episodes? And at, at this point... Not um, even that, yeah. because we missed a couple. We missed one or two, I think. So, uh, this one is nearly as close. I feel like episode 51 is supposed to be slightly closer. But we'll say that this is the year, because this is a nice round number. It's a bit easier. Oh, yes. So, it's been... I'll do the normal spiel. <laughs> ten, 10 episodes, 10 weeks since episode 40. Back in a... Let's give you the, the rundown. So 10 weeks ago, 10 episodes ago, we covered National Lampoons, December yep. 17th. Wild Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. Then we got all the way back to episode 30, 20 weeks ago, 20 episodes ago. Oh, Radical. Four, that was The Evil Dead, by the way. Okay. We'll <laughs> skip over that. <laughs> Quickly moving um, on. <laughs> even better. 30 episodes ago, 30 weeks if you hadn't realised. Uh, back to the Future 2. That was in the summer as well. Not the best film, but we had Lewis on, so it was a great episode. And then, going all the way back at this point, episode 10. 40 I, episodes I can, ago. I can guess this, weeks. I think. So Ooh. episode nine was Top Gun. It was. Um, Stand By Me. Oh, you've gone the wrong way. That's episode oh, eight. That was eight. Ghostbusters oh. was oh, episode Ghostbusters. 10. Oh, Ghostbusters. Okay. And then we go all the way back to March 12th, episode one. Uh, Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Which, I mean, I think episode 51 supposed to release March 10th, so we have actually got that pretty close. Yeah. But, year anniversary, guys. I'm going to make this a slightly longer intro then, and I'm going to yeah. catch you off guard here, Alfie. I want your top three episodes oh. that we've done and the one you, not exactly the top one you've done, but the one you enjoyed making the most. Oh, that's a really hard question. So let me let me refresh my mind. So looking through the films, uh, scrolling up from the bottom, I, I really, which films did I really enjoy? Well, I really enjoyed Do the Right Thing because I rated that super high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I would be kind of tempted to put the Transformers movie on there, but I think I might skip over that. <laughs> so I did really like it, but at the same time, I kind of knew what I was getting in for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked, um, to be fair, I thought Predator was all right. That was a pleasant yeah. surprise. And I, I've, ooh, it's really tough. Because these are ones I wouldn't have thought, I kind of, the Outsiders is kind of creeping on there. Because it was, it was so out of there. Yeah, so I, I know what you mean. I know what you good. mean. And the most fun. See, I think that that has to go to one of the guest episodes, and it's it's a, ooh, it's a tight. See, I have a di- I, like for me, it's like it depends what we're going on. So that's a good. Point, technically, actually, the yeah. fi- my favorite episode we've done in like overall, even though there's a bit of still technical issues on it, is the first Fuller episode. Valid, I did go because it we did it with Doctor Brown. That was Dr. probably Brown, like when we, when we when we started the podcast, we literally that said was like, oh. Wouldn't it be so funny if we could get Dr. Brown on to discuss Ferris Bueller? And, and then, did. what, like, 30-something episodes? 50 episodes. players now. 30, yeah, it's wow. the second most played episode on yeah. the podcast. Behind good old um, Blade Runner. Stop listening to it, guys. Please. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like Stop it. Stop listening to Blade Runner. Um, no, I think oh, that was definitely my, like... That's a very good That was choice. when I thought, you know, if this is how far the podcast went, I'd be happy... Because this is, this is We've Dr. Brown's it. on it, you know. We can retire, guys. We can retire. We have, we're not retiring. Don't, don't worry. God, we still got, what? We said there was 30,080 songs left. <laughs> we still got like 200 years left. It's fine. Oh, don't worry, fellas. You're stuck here with us for the long run. Um, I think my favourite film we've done technically would technically be First Bueller as well. That's valid. But I can get that. 
the more I look at it, I know you didn't particularly like, but I really like weird science. That's fair. Um, no, I can respect also it. Also, another John Hughes film, which is <laughs> really yeah, it funny. Is, isn't it? And then, uh, Stan Amiibo, I think, I think Raise oh, the Titanic oh, you can know give... <laughs> Raise the Titanic actually probably has to go on my top three because Just, <laughs> it was so out of there, but it was genuinely so funny. That was probably one of the best experiences to it's film. It's been a recurring joke throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I think, to be fair, if we're going off purely just how much fun we've had, I think Escape from New York kind of has to go on there as well. Because we've yeah. had Dick Warlock and he's been recurring. It was it was, it was so practically much. an hour of ripping on that film as well. It was. <laughs> we just... The first time we did a, a remote episode and that was Because it was, because didn't Dick Warlock appear in The Thing first, he but did. then we spoke about him again <laughs> I think it's because yeah no that was the thing sorry he did appear in the thing first but because he was John Kurt John Curtis a John Curtis he was John Curtis Curtis oh I forget his last name him big fella from the thing and Escape from New York and also plays Ego and Guardians of Galaxy 2 there him. you go can't remember his name but he was a stunt double so he became a nice little recurring joke and I think to be fair for all it was a shit film I haven't listened really through what we actually sounded like but sex lies and videotapes <laughs> must be a pretty funny episode to listen to um i always i had when looking back at these um things now i because to let you in behind the curtain here guys whoa our original plan um technically was we were going to record three episodes yep. every two or so weeks before the last episode we had <laughs> saved comes out yep. so it means we'd have three weeks to watch the other three films and to do it and the only time I think that's ever happened is episode four, five, and six when we first had these microphones that we're still yeah. using. Because the first three episodes we did were recorded on my phone. Yep. And the um, they weren't recorded together. We recorded Blade Runner on its own and then recorded the other two at a different date. Yeah. Um, I genuinely think they're the only three we've done I in think, one go. Well, Back to the Future. Oh, well, back to, unless you can't Back to the Future, technically, yeah. But yeah, but how, was, how like, many times have guess. you been sat on a on a Friday night trying to watch a film before Saturday morning for recording? How I've many times have so I been times. sat on a Saturday morning watching a <laughs> film for Saturday morning? Like that's not. I had to do that in 1984 and rush through. Oh, uh, I genuinely. This is kind of mad to look back. It's on. so fun to like look to look at them because I could probably tell you like a, I mean I guess a story about each of them in a certain way. Goonies was probably one of the better ones because our skit we did for that was so funny to film. Yeah, when we, if you haven't seen, we've done some skits on TikTok. We, we kind of went away from them because we did more of them when we had guests. It was a bit more fun. Uh, we did one for Prince of Darkness, actually. We did, and that was so bad. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. She's got me standing blankly staring in the corners. Yeah, someone actually commented on TikTok. Uh, that's the, mint, mate. The I'll joke, post that. that. That's mint. I'll post that. <laughs> Which basically means it's shit. It's shit, but let's But to be honest, anyway. it's the only person to have properly interacted. So you there. I think, little, I think it was a cat profile picture. <laughs> of course it was. It. But yeah, I mean, Goonies, Terminator, we did a skit for. That was awesome. Uh, sadly, Back to the Future kind of... We, we forgot to, but filming a skit with Lewis would have been good. Yeah. Although, we could do it for episode 51. Oh, yes. We're getting Lewis back on, fellas. Oh, oh, oh no, not Lewis. This is like the... This, you're first telling me about this, Alfie. This is the this is the drop-in for June. It's like, oh, we're doing June, guys, for episode 51. I don't think we've actually even said that yet. Yeah, we're, in we're celebration back... for the new June film coming out. Although Everyone's... I've never watched either of them. I need to watch you it You need to watch before we go and <laughs> well, see yeah. it. The, the friend, our friend group's going to see uh, June 2 uh, in an IMAX cinema. Because and I haven't seen the first one yet. <laughs> but yeah, 
Sprinkle it in. This is this is everyone's treat for reaching episode <clears> fifty. <throat> you get Lewis back again. Yeah, I think this has been a wild journey, really. So it's like it really a year is. from March. It started from uh, shout out to my media studies teacher Matt and Hundred um, Horrors and the Hundred Horrors podcast, podcast technically, which he's a part of. Um, for when we started a podcast module in media studies, and he went. Oh, I've you know we're talking about podcasts and yeah. all. This always inspires some students to go make some episodes or whatever, and they may think, "Oh, Matt, we're gonna make a podcast, great!" Yep. And I'm like, "Yeah, well done, good luck." And then they make three episodes and they stop. Well, it's fifty episodes later. It is. We're still going fairly strong. Fairly strong. My mental state deteriorates by the episode. <laughs> yeah, if we ever record <laughs> another episode at like seven o'clock at night, I think. Oh, we should do that again. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, we should add that. What, what film did we do that for? Was that, that... was Sex, Lies and Videotapes. Yeah, that, that's why that film felt like we were on like... I feel like that one has to... You know people got like skeletons in the closet, right? <laughs> that's our skeleton in the closet. You ignore episode 46, you skip over it and you keep mm. going. But yeah, essentially the whole thing started from Harry's media so his teacher talking about this and then Saying I couldn't my do it for fried chicken <laughs> and us talking for three hours about starting a podcast. And then we, we Oh started. yeah, that's like the only time I've been around your house to eat in a long time and a podcast came out of yeah, it. Yeah, which scares me to do it again because we might end up starting a business or some shit out of this. <laughs> hey, that'd be all right. What, what we, business we create, we, we create a subsidiary company, the 80 Cinema Club. I don't think we're doing that well. <laughs> um, Acast, create a network if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> Why not? I c- we we um we definitely we're occasionally get funny. <laughs> we're occasionally funny. I like to talk about everything but the film most of the time. Yeah, that's um, true. Gravy, um, gravy and I, French fries. I guess I could give a shout out to. There's a few people on Instagram. Oh, uh, I mean, this is already such a long intro. I mean, this is the intro, and we haven't started the film yet, but I couldn't even do it now, really. Um, three retro movie geeks podcast. Since we started, they've been talking for us. And they, I think they started just after us. They did. But and I'm sure they're doing great. Their episodes are longer than ours. They're a lot more in detail than ours. Yeah. And I'd much recommend seeing it. They did such it. a good episode of Transformers movie. Yeah. Action. Yeah, that was... I, that, I really it. loved that episode. Um, oh, they did it before us, didn't we? They so did. We, I listened to kind it. Kind of pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> they did it well before ours, though. They're really, really good. That was one of their first episodes. Um, also, uh, her handle is... 80s movie girl i think oh yeah on the uh, she comments on our uh, stuff she listens to it um really thankful uh, she's going on a trip to america to see all the 80s movie stuff so yeah. i hope that goes really well That's um proper cool isn't it that, i'd, I'd want to do that as well that would be kind of funny kind of fun to do um not many others like there's, there's like other people like there's we've got to give a shout out to dr brown and, and dr brown uh yeah I, we've mentioned him all the time yeah dr brown um, I remember I said something about my love for film coming from Dr. Brown and my mum got annoyed at me because <laughs> she was like, excuse me, I, you know, I gave you films did and that stuff. Harry and what I meant to say was uh, Dr. Brown instilled the critical yeah, love for films that we do on here. And I don't think without him, we would be doing this. God, no. I mean, to be fair, I've kind of lost the skill of analysing films anyway, which is why my notes are Dick Warlock and French Fries and Gravy. <laughs> But still. Yeah, Alfie isn't doing anything about the mise-en-scene anymore. God, no, I should do about rocks. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I think... God, we're unhinged. I think that's kind of a big driving force behind this. Yeah. And it was amazing to get him on, like we've said. and Amazing that we've got this far. You know? you know, thank you to all our other guests. So thank you to Theo, who was on our first three episodes. Miss you um, daily. <laughs> miss you daily. Pray every night. Um, for <laughs> Sophie, who was on Top Gun. Uh, for... Well, I mean... <laughs> for Iris who was on Labyrinth shit I forgot we had Iris on. I rewatched Labyrinth recently liked it a lot more <laughs> yeah it's an unhinged film um, we had Tom 
was the next Tom one right? for Goonies, Goonies. That's correct. Then we had Lewis, Lewis for all three Back to the Futures. We had My Mother on for uh, Lost Boys. My Mother. We had Zach on for Terminator. Mirinon. Um, Mirinon for Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. We then had Mirinon again for Breakfast Club. We had Dr. Brown Dr. for Ferris uh, Bueller. And I think that's it for yeah. the moment. And Lewis is coming back next week for June. And we may have some other guests lined up. We, we might. You might have to guess. You might have to guess the guest. Anyone ever heard of David Attenborough? <laughs> well. He's not coming on. I just want, I just want <laughs> to get It's not him. There. But you might know of him. You might know of him. So, yeah, kind of thank you for if you've been here since the beginning or not if you're still listening uh, if you were that also, one person who downloaded every episode of yeah, this podcast yeah we got 52 randomly. plays in one day and we all I can assume is someone downloaded them all because nobody can listen to that many episodes in one day and if, if you have please phone a doctor <laughs> it's really not hearing our voices can't be that much imagine that it's like CIA torture you just you sat there for an entire day listening to these two British teenagers talking about film yeah, fifty episodes, and also thank you to my friend Juno who listens to them in their art classes. I'm fairly sure, or might be graphic design. I can't remember. Shout out to anyone who's listened. To Shout out to not. anyone who's listened. Um, we greatly appreciate. We greatly appreciate. All of it. But now that I don't know how long that is, probably like good that, five minutes. This is going to be such a long um, episode. It's time to do over the top, which was what our entire run um, was. Nineteen eighty-seven film over film. the top, recommended by Doctor Brown. Fitting for the 50 touches. It is directed by... I've just looked at his name and realised <laughs> I can't say that. Me- Menahem. Menahem Golan. We're just going to go with that. Starring Sylvester Stallone as Lincoln Hawk. Robert Loggia as Jason Cutler. Susan Blakely as Christina Hawk. Rick Zumwait as Bob B- Bull Hurley. And David Mendenhall as Michael Cutler. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the plot is as follows. Lincoln Hawk is a struggling trucker who arm wrestles on the side to make extra cash while trying to rebuild his life. He tries to make amends with his son who he left behind 10 years earlier. Upon their first meeting, his son does not think too highly of him until he enters the world of arm wrestling championships in Las Vegas. His hope is to receive the grand prize. Um... This film had a budget of $25 million. Wow. How much do you think it made at the box office? Ooh. I'm really not sure things about it. Um, well, see, it's one of those things where I feel like it probably did make money. But did it make much? I don't think so. Um, $39 million. Made $16 million. It, it did not make money. money. Okay. I mean, I can see why. Definitely. Uh, fair enough. I was trying to figure out how to pronounce Menahem there, and I think it's Menahem. Yeah, a, a <laughs> cool name. <laughs> Sometimes I write them down without looking, and then I get to this. Oh bit my and I'm god! Like, yeah. How do you say that again? That's why I have to screen every. T- it's always the directors. <laughs> it's always the directors with the names that catch you off guard. It literally is. And, and then we have John Hughes. <laughs> That's easier, sir. Thank God. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Likes and dislikes. Um, oh, we just realised how long. What? We're in it. I didn't realise. <laughs> what? I didn't realise you'd start recording. I was about to show you a meme. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. Sorry guys. This is um, this is the Eighty Cinema Club. You listened to episode fifty on Over the Top. We this is likes can't and dislikes. Get it this right. Oh my god. We're gonna keep that in. <laughs>
Likes and dislikes only. I liked I liked the truck <laughs> and the arm wrestling. I was gonna say we just realised how long the intro section was, and if you're still here, we're sorry. <laughs> Even more sorry after that, because apparently I don't know when we're recording. Yeah. That would have been bad if I just started blasting a fucking main audio on the microphone. Should show me after. Some fucking bear um, dancing on the tree. <laughs> okay, lights. Um I thought taking uh taking talking to his father like he's in the army was kind of like it got annoying after a while but yeah. at the start it was pretty funny considering you just started calling him sir all the time I, yeah I but i do actually. guess it showed like the gradual like where he got comfortable around him yeah so he's like stopped calling him sir after a while he so, starts like, calling him dad doesn't he yeah yeah after that it's kind of ooh, he's kind of starting to like him yeah um i thought the reveal about their arm wrestling and how it's taken so seriously I actually quite liked in the way that you think he's going to fight him. Yeah. And then they're just going to table up. And he's like got his arm and he's like, I'm just, ready, man. They're ready. You want to arm wrestle, man? We're going to do it. Oh, my God. But oh, yeah. It's I, so cheesy, isn't it? It's so cheesy. <laughs> um, the grandfather acting like some sort of mafia boss trying to find his grandson. Yeah. I, I was I was talking about that because me and my dad watch this together. And if you took out all the scenes about arm wrestling... It does just look like an action film. Yeah. Because the grandfather, like you say, he's, he's a fucking wealthy-ass guy. Because he and takes he a plane everywhere. He takes a plane everywhere. He offers him a shit ton of money to leave his grandson alone and give him custody. 500,000, which has got to be a yeah. couple million now. It's a lot of money. And it's it's just without the... If you take away the truck and the arm wrestling part, it's like this just feels like a genuine like 80s action film. Yeah, which it is funny because I think... It on the on its listing as an action sport film. <laughs> action sport film. God. Um, I thought I actually really liked Sylvester Stallone in this film. Oh, right, I thought okay. one, he's the master of motivational speeches. Oh yeah, because it's like when he's talking to his son outside after he loses that one arm wrestling match, and he's oh, like, God, you know, yeah. it's all about the inside. You need to, you need to like, look deep. Into it. Yep. I felt like that. There's a speech you need to go in, over uh, the top. There's a speech in uh, Rocky Balboa, which is like the 2006 oh, yeah. Rocky film, Didn't where, he's, where he's like. You, it's not about how much you can get hit. It's about how much you can get hit and keep moving forward. Keep putting, like, you know, it's like... The Sylvester Stallone impression. I always see that on, like, montages of, like, people trying to, like... The motivational montage. Yeah, they put that over it. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> Fucking Andrew Tate sat, sat huffing a cigar with <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in the background. Literally, the king of motivational speeches. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, not Andrew Tate, by the way. I thought, also, Michael's actor... Give such a genuine performance in this film. He's the little kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can agree. I, I thought he kind of he. Sometimes you get filmed like this where they don't act like kids. Yeah, like they act like I know he's trying to act older than he is because he like he think he's like he, he's posh really, and he <laughs> the start is like you know yeah he's not acting like this, but he kind of he like it, I feel like he's a kid, like you know it it gives off yeah. that energy which sometimes you don't get. You feel like they're just trying to like. Sometimes kids in film like this feel like empty vessels. Yeah. They feel like there's just something there and it's not really showing any personality. But because of the time you get with him and the way he's kind of like quite vulnerable as well while Mm. trying to be strong. Yeah. Because he just doesn't want to be like, oh, I've never met my dad before, really. Like, uh, I want to look really strong. But then like, obviously, he's still a child and he's getting kidnapped. Yeah. He's getting... (laughs) He runs out across a a fucking fallen highway. He gets his uh, sleeve ripped off. He's like, you'll get billed for that. Yep. He's like, pay me back, bitch. (laughs) Um, There was something I was going to say. Yeah, the the kid's 15. What, in the... Yeah. How how old is he, 15-year-old? Not like that. The actual actor's 15. When he played that, Yeah. yeah. 
and he was play, he was playing a twelve year old, and he looked 15, younger than twelve. Looked, looked younger than twelve. It really threw me off throughout the entire thing. Yeah, I thought he was just a really well spoken ten year old. <laughs> no, well, no, that was a fifteen year old kid. Whew. Sure, we'll we'll go with that. He's definitely using some aging cream. <laughs> de aging cream. De aging yeah. cream. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I did actually put that I quite like the landscape shots they had while they're driving the truck. Yeah, I, I think it shows nice. where like some of the money, like because like, that's like quite. Yeah, they're really like you could have just you didn't have to show them traveling really. You could have shown no. them got them in the truck Fuck driving no. off and then arriving at where they're supposed yeah. to be. But they really made an effort to like to the show deserts and things like that. Yeah, it did show some. I mean, obviously it plays pretty much no role in the film whatsoever. But it's just yeah. nice to see that they thought about doing it. It gives I mean, it a bit of substance, really. Yeah, I'm a big fan of landscape shots, to be fair, and just getting a, a wider appreciation for where you are. Yeah, exactly. Remind me a little bit of the opening scenes you see in The Shining. Yeah, it's like when the nece- like The Shining has like, I mean, it's not unnecessary. It, it's very oh, necessary, no. especially to the film Isolation and The Shining, I guess. Yeah, but, but it's it, like, it plays a role. It, it, it feels like you're watching the start of a nature documentary when it you does, watch yeah. The Shining, but it, it's good. I like that. This one this is just, just a, it's a trucker documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I just it's surprisingly heartfelt a lot of the time. That's fair, actually. Yeah, I can, like, I can appreciate that. You'd think when going into it, it's like uh, arm wrestling, strongmen, uh, ooga booga, you know, all, all that. Although a lot of them <laughs> were like that, to be fair. Yeah, it was. But um, then there's the whole message about like custody and the wife dies. Yeah, uh, his mum dies like halfway through the film um, of what like heart surgery or something. She dies yeah, she on the operating the table operating or something, um, which is sad. Um, Rest in peace. You were a real one. Just thinking, did we we didn't give us we gave a star list. Did we mention the wife in that? Yeah, yeah I mentioned right. the wife in it. Actually, I just couldn't remember her name. Um, I can't remember either. But she was there. <laughs> she, I mean, she's shown in three scenes and dies. So, yeah, literally. And they're over the phone. Um, do you know what also makes it feel like we were talking like a, like a documentary? Yeah. The interviews at the oh, wrestling championship. Uh, sorry, the, the yeah, the arm wrestling championships. Oh, they're so stupid. <laughs> the thing is, I couldn't tell whether I liked them or I thought they were weird because it's like it's so it, cheesy. It kind of cut away, and it was just like it's it was like when you uh, when you watch a documentary about a big sporting event that happened. Yeah, like you'll watch like oh my god, he was the greatest fighter, greatest fighter around, something like that, and it'll cut him like cut to people talking about this fight happening. Like if it was a boxing documentary, yeah. you watching someone do a boxing match, and then you'll cut to people going, yeah, no one, no one saw this coming. Like no and then it keeps cut. I was like, I was like why is it? <laughs> why is this film gone from like? I don't know, like, he's wrestling on the side for a bit of yeah. money. He's trying to get a thing with it. Uh, it was it was literally road trip. Yep. Mafia. Yeah. Sport drama. Documentary. It, it does flick about a lot. And I found that it's like talking heads, isn't it, when they do it? I yeah. found that so bizarre when it came up and laughed every single time that the fucking, what was he, bull. <laughs> I kept calling him Blaster because his shirt's a blaster. Yeah. Every time he came up, because he just looked like, if you took Patrick Starfish from Spongebob, right? <laughs> Put him on steroids a bit and gave him a shit mustache, like Hulk Hogan thing. He's like that's what he looked like. He's like that, like he's smooth. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know what you mean. His arms are like circular. His arms, his are arms s- are like tubes. They are. They just they, he's kind of he's got shoulder and then hand. The rest yeah. of the, in between is just one constant piece of muscle. It, I, I I find him hilarious. And the dude, I don't even know his name. I think he was. Let me check. John Grizzly. <laughs> Whatever. The dude who was feral and chewed a cigar up. Yeah. Every time he came up, me and my dad would just shout foobar because it was across his chest on his fucking, like, vest. I have no idea what it is, 
Who was a funny shit ever. He just showed he me. Was... He'd chew a cigarette at me and dad would go, Fuba. <laughs> he just, he looked like an animal. Like he he's did. gone grizzly. He looked like it he'd been so living funny. in the woods. <laughs> Mad Dog Madison. And then a dude called Henry. I swear Mad Dog Madison is like like every name of like a cowboy in a Western oh, film. Wasn't there um it was what Mad Dog Tannen in Back Yeah, it was Three. literally <laughs> there you go. We're doing all the references to our old episodes, here you guys. <laughs> literally Mad Dog Tannen, that was it. Everyone just loves being called Mad Dog, I guess, you know? Yeah, apparently. Um I actually except for some of the choppy slow mo, which wasn't great. I, I, I liked so much, yeah. how the arm wrestling scenes were shot. I can agree with that, yeah. So like the the like the zoom ins and the close ups and that they all worked for what they were doing and I thought it actually did kind of make arm wrestling quite tense. <laughs> that particularly that last fight definitely was very tense. Like we could do, uh, me and you could do an arm wrestle right now and you'd win every time. That's true. Like but if, if we did slow mos <laughs> and like the p- cutting between man and your faces. What if I went slow- over the top? If you went over the top. So <laughs> I was also joking. This is another reference to another film here. We're getting them all in. <laughs> joking my dad that I was like oh I'm half expecting him to go over the top and some like motivational song to play like in Transformers <laughs> with the touch like he goes over the top and you just hear the fucking synth come in over the top yeah exactly you've got the he's power he's going over and he just pulls it over and you get the, the fucking like build up of the song and Stan no. was shouting yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh it's, the, it's the choppy slow-mo of him like moving his hands out and yeah. then like wrapping them around the other guy's he's hand again like that and, then and going over the top he goes over the top <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. It's such a daft gimmick of the film for him. To, essentially, he's losing an arm wrestle match, and what he does is he changes his grip to crush the other guy's thumb. And he wins the arm wrestle every single time. You just got just got to go over the top. Yeah, I <laughs> I laughed so much at this film. Genuinely, I found it so funny. Yeah, I laughed at it, but I laughed at it in a good way. I know, like, it wasn't necessarily trying to be funny. It, oh like, no, it, a lot of the times, but I did enjoy it. But that said, I do have dislikes. I, I definitely have dislikes as well. For this film. Um, That's for sure. Kind of throws you in the deep end with yeah. the father hasn't met his son. So I thought it was like yeah. his father doesn't usually see his son the way they were talking about it. That's but no, I, I got it too. It was been 10 years. He's just come to pick him up from... From the, military school. Military school, <laughs> I'm guessing. Okay. Military yeah. boarding school. I, I, I kind of got the impression it was going to be his dad's a trucker. He's not always home. He doesn't spend much time with his son, so his son doesn't like him. <clears throat> Yeah, like That's I thought, it was like might be on a rough relationship. Like he's away for months at a time or whatever. Yeah, which or like any, when he comes home, he always in the in the in bars and stuff. He's I don't know. The, but no, he just hasn't seen him for ten whatever. years. Yeah, which I thought oh, that makes sense. Sure, <laughs> but then it kind of just goes on the fact that he's never met him before, and I, I guess it kind of explains the strained relationship at the start. But it's a really weird opening point for the story. I think. I also like thought you, you never get an explanation about the letters. I know he finds the he letters. He does find the letters, yeah. But did his mother hide them or did his grandfather hide them? I don't know because... They because why his would his purse. mother hide them? Because yeah. the mother was reading the letters she was getting sent mm-hmm. and she wanted them to have a relationship. So why wouldn't she show the son the letters? I, it must have been something to the grandfather because that's the only thing that really yeah. makes sense, doesn't it? But he, also the mother would know the grandfather was hiding or you'd think she would yeah, know anyway. Yeah, you would have thought, you know. So I don't unless he Or you'd think at one point in one of his letters he'd be go, Oh, is um Michael liking my letters? And she would have went, What letters? Yeah. And he would have went, Oh, something's up there. Exactly. It's yeah, because if it was his granddad screening <clears throat> all the letters and shit, then Exactly. Obviously he would she would never know and he would know that she hadn't read them. Which is a bit of a weird plot point, but equally, I don't think in a story where it's all about the Armrest and World Championships that they've really thought much about yeah, the extenuating yeah. story. 
Um, what else have I got here? I've actually put it the the kid's military thing really brought down the film for me for the entire time that he was on about it because I, I can kind of get that it's supposed to be the the slow change on but he, he was such an unlikable character you mean like the, the type, sir thank yeah, you the sir. sir addressing yeah. him in the very proper and prim yeah. side I can understand why it fits his character but it made it very unlikable for me which then kind of took me a while to get into the thing that's fair I understand I, I think it really depends how you look at it because at the start you are thinking oh god but then I found it more yeah, funny, he does more like grow. funny in a good way, I guess. I I did come to like him a bit more. Well, not like him, come to tolerate him a bit more as the film <laughs> develops. I did oh, really wow, like him. See, I can't love him, actually not like him. Oh, no, like, tolerate. tolerate. <laughs> See, I mean, he, he did do one of the voices in the Transformers movie. Yeah. So he brings him up a bit, but at the same time, it's kind of like, the kid was a weird story point. I think if it was just Sylvester Stallone doing the arm wrestling... <clears throat> It'd still be a it dumb might have film. Made sense, yeah. But the kid wasn't really necessary. Well, I, I said this is what I said. It felt a bit disjointed with a mix of like arm wrestling and action yeah. and family drama. I, that's exactly what I gathered from it. Yeah, it's like it, it's like someone wrote. It's like someone wrote like three scripts, <laughs> and is, the studio was like, right, we can only make <laughs> one film, and they went, right, well, I can make this into one film, and they went, I bet you, I bet you ten bucks you can't, yeah. and they went. <laughs> Hold my beer and just, <laughs> just run and did it. The guy flicks through and he goes, Oh, dude, this film's over the top. How are we ever going to do this? And he's like, Say that again. Say that again, son. <laughs> over the top. There you go. There's your, there's, your, there's your title. Oh my gosh. It does kind of feel like that. Um, the film is over the top. I also said Michael would not be able to drive that car. Oh, that is honestly it's so funny. It's one of funny. the dumbest scenes. It like, is. I get, okay. I believe, right, that he would be able to drive it. He had one lesson in a massive truck, okay? Yeah. That's besides the point, okay? He, you would get hit by a car. Yeah. He would have been hit by a car. He like, would have been hit by I know, like, he can drive, I guess. Yeah. But he already, like, ran a red light. And then he, he was on the motorway yeah, or the, the highway. This is the last scene, isn't it, when he steals a car from the... Uh, yeah, it's, I'm like, no, you'd die. You'd be dead. I know, and the, the use of the stunt double, obviously, because it's not, they didn't actually put a 15 year old behind the wheel of a truck and have him straight through the street. <clears throat> yeah. It's so weirdly done because as Michael hops in the car, the, the guy they've got driving the car pretending to be Michael is the same height as the, the fucking window. I didn't even see that. So he's like, he's the size of a fully grown man <laughs> sat in the front of the truck. And it's like, it's such a minor that. thing. And it's, it's probably just me picking up on it a bit too much. But it was just, it was so weird. And again, like we're saying about him driving his dad's truck. I like how he can just figure out in about 30 seconds of minimal instructions how to drive yeah, his 18 Yeah, didn't they have a massive trailer on the back yeah, as well? Like carrying huge. whatever. And I, I, I love, because I wrote it down in my notes, a uh, legal kid driving a long distance hauler truck. And he just goes, all right. <laughs> and then the scene cuts. So yeah, he can drive trucks now. Fair yeah. Enough. Um, it, it was super weird. I said they won't stop saying over the top. No. It kept going, go over the top, Dad, go over the top. He's going to go over the top. You can't go over the top. It's like, oh, fucking, what's over the top? What? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, what else? Have we oh, got? Uh, also, oh airport God. security wasn't great. No, and, um, 100%. I don't, he lives in what? He lives in California, doesn't he? So the yep. flight to Vegas, is all, it's not even going to be an hour long. It's going to be a really short flight. I don't think it's, yeah. I don't but think like, it'd be very long. I don't think, because you can drive there, because it's, it's in no, actually, it might be in over. It's in Nevada, like Nevada, think, isn't, isn't it? it? So it, it could be decent. But like, he was just sat in the baggage hold. Then, like, <laughs> I get. 
I think I get the I get the comedy value of him like coming out of the baggage and coming out of the baggage thing. Yeah. But also I don't know, yeah. I guess it's like pre nine eleven security for you, isn't it? Definitely is. He must have gotten on the plane on this I'm guessing he must have got to see it on the plane somehow. It's never shown. But then jumped into the luggage thing when he saw his granddad's men waiting for him. Yeah, because I know unaccompanied minors, you can buy tickets for that. Yeah. But they're usually bought by the parents, I'm fairly sure. But again, like we're saying, this is 1987, <clears throat> whatever. Yeah. So God knows really what they were thinking back then. Um, I think one other thing I've got is that kind of the soundtrack in this is a bit weird. I, I, I'm a big yeah. fan of using music to emphasise scenes and kind of deepen the mood. But in this, there doesn't feel to be any moment where there's not some weird backing track playing. But it did feel kind of typical as well. It wasn't trying to like did, break yeah. like anything new. It was kind of just, oh, we've made this like band sing a song through it. Cool, yeah. here it is. It felt kind of, and even just the instrumental tracks, they felt out of place a lot of the time. Yeah. And it's it's obviously not a, a massive breaking thing, but it's just one of those little nitpicky parts of that. It felt like they just kind of threw it in there for the sake of it. And I'm not really a fan of having something in a film if it's just... Definitely. ...doesn't play onto it, you know? I mean, it doesn't have to be a huge part, but at the same time, if it doesn't need to be there, then maybe it doesn't have to be in there. I don't really have much to say about this, to be honest. Um, I'll try, look through a bit more. Um, yeah, uh, see, my big gripe with the whole thing is that I, I really appreciate Sylvester Stallone's an actor, but in a film about a son and the father deep in a relationship, a dude who, to me, shows one emotion throughout the whole film <laughs> isn't the most expressive guy. You know, I can really appreciate that he has, he does great in the arm wrestling scenes and he does very well in action films, but in this, I think... The main thing that brought it down for me was the dynamic between him and Michael. Yeah. And the fact that, it, again, I don't really understand why it was there. I think I, I agree with you to some extent. It's like, I think he did show one emotion. Yeah. But to me, the takeaway was because he hasn't seen his son in 10 years. That's fair. So he doesn't I, know actually, how to act that, yeah. around his son. That makes sense. But I, I do know what you mean. Like, he didn't, he practically was like, he was calm through the entire film. Just completely ambivalent towards his son. Yeah. It's like he was neutral. But then again, I think. I take that to be like yeah he hasn't, he hasn't seen, seen his, his son, son in ten years. I can actually yeah, well, and he technically has never had a relationship with him. It's like the way he talks to him is just just trying to be like as nice as possible. Yeah, he's trying to build that bridge, and I think the fact that his son was a complete dick kind of uh, <laughs> I really hit that kid. Yeah, I'm sorry, something about him. Not a big fan. I mean, that's that's about that's it. about I have to say, yeah. and I think these are going to be vastly different. They definitely will be. So, Alfie, what have you rated episode fifty over the top? So, oh no, yeah, this isn't a good rating from me. So, as I've said, if if people kind of hadn't gathered the fact that my main talking was in the dislike section, yeah, yeah, I've given this a, a three out of ten. Three out of ten. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I've definitely gone higher than that. Um, I'd be really worried if you'd gone lower and liked it that my- much. My I think I really enjoyed watching this film. Yeah. And I think that's that took over quite a lot of the little like that, yeah. nitpicks that I had that of totally it. Because it just kind of I watched and I was like, you know what, this is I'd what this is really fun. Yeah. This is this is this is totally. a fun thing to watch. Um so I gave it a six point five. Oh, so that's what this is like a four point eight, yeah. Wow. That's higher than last week's for mine as well. And it's it's rated lower than like oh my god, yeah. We've done really badly these past, haven't we? Yeah, I think I think it's definitely. I think that's a film 
it's not like a necessary film to watch. No. But I think I enjoyed it quite a lot. Just yeah. sitting back, having writing my notes on it now and then, just kind of enjoying like Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling and how stupid it was. Yeah, I think if you like, can fall into the film and enjoy it and watch it. I'm not it, saying it's totally like, yeah. oh my God, they're such, they took so serious with the arm wrestling. That's <laughs> the best bit about it. No, oh, yeah. the arm wrestling was so dumb. It but was. It, that's what I liked about it. So I think that kind of elevated it for me. I can definitely get that, yeah. 100%. Jeremy Fragrance bringing in a little bit of what we were talking about during the uh, ad break there why the ad why break. why did got an ad break ad break <laughs> should we just put a fake ad in here no we stopped recording Alfie and then we started recording again and we in did. between that there was like 30 minutes see I, I've, I've forgotten how podcasts work again guys 50 episodes in we're still hey I never said I actually understood what we were doing here so... you just told me to come to your house every Saturday and uh, sit in front of this microphone it's a podcast yeah. you just pull it out with thinner you know I am yeah Right, I, I think I'll go first with the questions this oh, week. Whoa, okay. And all right, let's, here we go. Let's see how this goes. Um, you ready for this? <laughs> True or false? Whoa. The money offered to Sylvester Stallone for the film was okay. the most amount of money ever offered to an actor for a role at the time. Oh. And I guess you don't need to, but kind of guess what it, it was offered. That's not bad. I'll go with true. Why true. Not? It was true. Whoa. How much do you think that was? I reckon. Well, d- d- actors' wages are included in the budget, right? I think or so. Or they extended from it. I'd think it'd be included in the budget. Um, I'm going to say 6 million. 10 million. And some people reported 12 million as well. <laughs> oh. And he, 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 like, he, the, the budget made, uh, sorry, the film at the box office made just over what he got paid to be in. <laughs> That's tragic, isn't it? He got yeah, paid slightly. nearly the entire grossings of the film. So there you go. You got a question, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow, that's that's fun. Um, actually, this does link to what I said at the start of the segment. Oh God. So wait. <laughs> get ready for this one. As the film's starting, you know, we're seeing the landscape shots of the truck. They've just picked up the hauler. They're driving through the beautiful deserts of California, yeah. around Nevada. We can see. A fragrance advert oh, no. on the side oh, of the no, truck. No, Can you remember what the uh, the brand was? See, or the slogan, but I feel like you probably got the brand more than the slogan. I don't even look. know. I, fragrances. I'm not very. I'm not a fragrance person. You're not you a know. Jeremy fragrance person. No, I'm not. A, <laughs> my I knowledge will. is like I know Ted Baker do a fragrance. I, I wasn't Ted Baker. Um, L'Oreal. It was brut. Smells like a man. <laughs> Come on. The never... slogan was smells like a yep. man. That's <laughs> that's exactly Why? what... To be fair, we had what in um, last week with Planes Trains, that was Oshkanogin... Or, or, oh my God, it's Oshkanogin cheese. <laughs> that was one of the slogans on the vans in that. Yeah. So it's, it's all about the uh, product placement, you know? Sure. Right. <laughs> you will get this one. I know you will. Oh, okay. That's because you've mentioned it. Oh. Don't don't put the hope in me like that. David Mendenhall has been in a film oh. we have covered on the podcast. <laughs> what film was it? He, he voices um Daniel Whitwicky in the Transformers the movie. That is correct. He does. He was a massive voice actor. Was he? I mean, looked on his IMDb for like the whole of the eighties. He'd voiced a lot of characters. 
That's quite cool. Like actually. some of the like, little episodes, but some of them like a, like quite a lot of episodes. I actually tried to find him by searching Daniel Witwicky and expecting an IMDb page to show up <laughs> for a fake character. They do have him, like. Oh my god. Well, that's that's pretty cool, actually. I didn't realize he was such a big voice actor. Well, in the eighties, definitely with a lot of kids shows. By the look of it, oh, um, right. there was something like the something bears. The something bears. like the brown something, but he was in like ninety something episodes of that. Like in like really the late eighties, I think. Wow, well, well, I mean that's kind of cool. Okay, all uh, right then. I'll get into my second question. <laughs> second also question. about money. Okay. So we mentioned it that Lincoln was offered uh, five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. By Mr. Custer, I can't remember his name. Cutler. It's just, just Cutler. Just Mr. Cutler. Yeah. Cutler. Uh, he likes Fox. Um, Cutlery. See, way <laughs> proper Harry Payton zinger there, guys. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Anyways, he was offered five hundred thousand dollars to yeah. take the truck, leave the custody, uh, the custody of the son, essentially the grandfather. Five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. How much is that worth now? Do you think? Oh, how much? Well, it's going to be over a million because it's definitely doubled. Okay. Um, it's definitely doubled. So nineteen, mm-hmm. nineteen, like eighty, mid eighties. Yep. Oh, and dollars as well. Mm. Um. I'm gonna go like two point one million. It was two million. Come on! <laughs> hey, you took off me for forty two point five before. True. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's... You do round numbers of the eight single club. No, we do round number. <laughs> that is <laughs> You're very, very close though. Two million, yeah. God, it's a lot. So that was a lot of money. Off. Oh, you know, it was a lot of money at five hundred thousand. Yeah, like... a hell of a lot of money now. All right, then, final question then, Alfie. Yeah. It's another true or false one because I couldn't think of things for this. That's fair enough. True or false, it was totally unscripted that someone broke their arm in the arm wrestling montage. Uh, true? Yes, it was true. It's it one of those things where it's like... German German wrestler, I think. Um, in the montage, they were, like, obviously they needed a lot of people to do arm wrestling. Yeah. And you see one guy, like his arm just snaps. Uh, that actually happened um, and they were all very shocked <laughs> yeah understandably I would say Cause, uh, fun fact as well a lot of the arm wrestlers were just actual wrestlers right okay because they wanted to get an actual arm wrestler to play um, Lincoln's like you know I can't remember, like, uh, like his rival yeah. but the arm wrestler Bull. was too big he was so big was, that I thought it wouldn't... It, like, because I know uh, Lincoln was going up against guys twice his size yeah, anyway. Yeah, But it was kind of the underdog story. The guy was apparently too big that's that they thought it wouldn't It wouldn't look right. That's mad that they thought... This this mysterious other guy was too big, but they thought the dude called Bull, who looked <laughs> like he could kill a small family by flicking them, was enough. And this, this guy must have ha- I've had like a full tree as an arm. But, like, <laughs> Genuinely, must have been the Hulk. Yeah, that's the one thing I think about. Right, I'll get into my last question then. Finish yeah. up the question section. So, another question about the truck. We see quite a few shots from the truck behind driving, and he's got stickers on either side of it. Yeah. Oh no. Pass inside. Suicide. Yeah? yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Can you remember which side was suicide? The the left side. It's the right side. Oh my god! I can't even get the fifty-fifty oh, questions right. No. What is this? This isn't great. Oh my god! Well, how relevant do you think this film is, Alfie? It's got trucks. It's got arm wrestling. It's got. Yeehaw. Smells like a man. 
you if if you if you've ever gone over the top, under the top, which is known as being <laughs> normal, under the top. That's just normal position, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's not really it's like not really. I can't. I, I would never have probably known about this film. If it like, weren't for Dr. Brown, buying like, the copy of the book in the wrong language. Yeah, I would never... Like, I enjoyed it, but, like, it wasn't... It's I don't such know, a weird niche such, film, It is, it is it? a weird niche film to, like, kind of recommend to someone where it's, like, it's not really going to change. It's just going to make... You're going to watch it and you're going to be like, oh, well, that was a film. That like, was interesting. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I've just watched. Yeah, exactly. We should start compiling a list of that, of, like, the 80 <laughs> Cinema Club's niche... Random films. Niche, what the hell was that? We've got films. Raise the Titanic. We've got this. We've got Sex, Lies and Videotapes. I mean, Raise the Titanic. Tape. What's that say? Tapes. Tapes. You keep saying tape. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm going to have to actually kill myself after that one. Can't be saying videotapes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like... if you have several. Yeah. It's just the one. It's just watch it for Sylvester Stallone, really. It's like, I feel like that's one of the only reasons yeah, you know really. about this film. I think that's the only kind of reason anyone would want to watch it. Unless you just want to watch something daft about arm wrestling. In which case, skip the first 40 minutes of the film and watch the last one. They even part. said Sylvester Stallone wasn't the first choice for the film, but they wanted to get star power to try and like wow. get to it watched. It. But yeah, they, they but thought, it didn't we'll, work. <laughs> we'll pay 10 million for one star instead of buying a cast of people who were genuinely good actors. For 10 million. <laughs> that is mad. They could have got so many different actors to play different roles. And they just went, nah. We'll just do, we'll just do one for 10 million. Nah, I'll be fine. It'll be alright. We definitely won't make <laughs> no money at all. And that's it. For the 50th time. 50th time, wow. I mean... Yeah. That's, it's, um, it's something. That is insane, like... I'm still trying to kind of wrap my head around the fact that I'm actually still doing this. <laughs> My my mental health is it's hanging on by a thread, fellas. The mental health of the East End Club. Watch podcast. it. Once we start uni in September, you're gonna hear my East End Club. I'm just gonna be there, just going, yeah. Guys, uh, yeah. Biomedicine homework is yeah. due. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got a report to write by Monday. But I'm right here, um, talking to you about ET. I'm right know. here talking to you about that one film about a Coca-Cola bottle falling on an African truck. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. But it's there. Um, yeah, I mean, wow, we're, we're here. We're here. We're still here. Um, uh, we're going to be here for a, a lot, a lot. Hopefully, a while. Hopefully, longer. not all thirty thousand though. No, all thirty thousand movies. Don't think I've got that in me. Um, I don't think I would have life in us. I don't know. We'd have to literally. We'd have to only like watch a film, record and watch film, record like in like a. We probably have to do it live. Like watch the film where we just sat there like talking on, about on the it. couch holding the microphones, like saying, Yeah, I really like the point in the film where where he um <laughs> Is he opening a door? <laughs> and you sort of sat there. I like the hand placement on that doorknob yeah. right there. I, <laughs> I like I like the fact that the doorknob was actually it was an it was a circular one with a twist rather than a down like a handle with a push down, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The big, old style. You've got to think about the, the ergonomic nature of a doorknob to really appreciate the film. Exactly, exactly. It says a lot about a man who has a door knocker compared to a door. Someone bell. has like a Tesla door in the house Ooh. where you gotta like brush it with you your mean hand an or whatever. Door? <laughs> yeah, <on it. laughs> That'd be so funny, wouldn't it? You just, I just have a revolving door going in your kitchen. Ooh. I'd love that. Ooh, that's actually choice. I'd take that. I, I, I get I get quite excited when I go in a revolving door. I remember um, getting Feel- stressed the fuck out as a kid in the hospital revolving door because oh, I didn't understand how it well, worked. Well, t- t- uh, North Tees is the one yep. at the front, isn't there? Exactly. Yeah, the Walking in that. Scared the shit out of me. I thought I was going to get sucked underneath it and die. Oh. 
Same thing with Escalate's wall. I thought if you got your foot stuck at the end of it, you were gone. Well, I have seen, there's a, there's a, there's a, I don't know what show it is, but it's like, maybe like one of them 911 shows, like, like, there's a show in America called 911, isn't there? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a drama show, and someone like proposes to their girlfriend, but the, the escalator falls at the top and he gets crushed in the, in the top of the escalator, so, um, so 50th episode, So 50th episode, uh, we really thank you for listening to this yeah, episode um, and all the others, or if you're still listening to other ones, please do. Um, yeah. You're obviously listening to this on something. Something. Uh, you know, Your hand. But we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, um, Podbean, tune Good in, Pods, TuneIn. Uh, if we're not on something, please get in touch with us uh, anywhere possible. You can shout at your Alexa and Google to play us, and it will. I found that out the other day. Is it? Really scary, because my brother walked in my room and said, oh, you should tell Google to play the Yeti Cinema Club, and Google picked it up and started playing my own voice back at me. <laughs> oh my God, we've reached that level of fame. It's chilling. Oh, it's like um, when we went to make LinkedIn profiles for something oh, in college, gosh, yeah. and they asked us to look up our names to see what kind of like mm-hmm. presence we have on what the internet for employers to see, and the first thing that comes up is... Um, 80 Cinema Club. <laughs> it's the only thing that shows up because the amount of aggregate sites we get put on. Yeah. So, like, you can scroll after searching our names for so long and there's about 12 or, like, 12, 20 different sites all put Yeah, so there's podcast. a little, like, automated podcast sites that we get put on and they're the first things that comes up because our names are attached to the podcast. So, you know, if we have careers in the future, it's going to be LinkedIn profile, <laughs> current job, directly underneath it, 80 Cinema Club podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's you can follow us on all the social medias, which is yeah. 80 Cinema Club. Uh, that's on Instagram, Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, not YouTube, X slash Twitter, not threads. And you can also email us, you can. Um, which is atcinemaclub at gmail.com. Uh, anything in there think. you'd want to tell us. Yeah. You liked a film, you didn't like a film, you want to recommend just, a film. If you want to kick pod, <laughs> if you want to kick good pods off being our number one emailer. Yeah, I mean, you, my mum has given me like 50 movie suggestions and I'm trying to space them out. Because we're quite booked up, and but you know, if you send send us send us a film, I'll put it right to the top, and we yeah. will get that sorted. It, that'll be um, episode fifty-two if you send us in a film. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Although I think that's supposed to be the Evil Dead. I don't know. Evil Dead Two. Yeah, Evil Dead Two. Sorry. I mean, I know it's an audience suggestion. I don't want to be mean them, but I feel like I'm gonna have to get drunk to watch it realistically. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I won't. I'm seventeen. So. <laughs> Can't be. Gotta keep it on there. Right. Um, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, this is Jesus. episode fifty on Over the Top, and yeah, yeah, goodbye. Well, yeah. Au revoir. Ooh, ooh. Is Harry gonna press stop? Is he gonna press stop? Da 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 da